Okay, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. I would like to thank all of you for the incredible, uh, tremendous feedback pertaining to yesterday's public episode regarding the uh, the Shadow Vatican. I'm really, really appreciative and really thankful that you folks uh, really uh, took a very neutral perspective and really heard out, um, I, I believe it was Dr. Peter, if I'm not mistaken. So thank you folks so much for, for the incredible feedback, and it's still ongoing. So again, even constructive criticism is very highly appreciated. With that being said, today is Monday, January. January the 10th, 2022, and we have quite a bit of news to cover for you folks. So first and foremost, this is going to be global news from all over the world. We have uh, Bob Saget, uh, the legendary comedian or comic and the star of the show Full House, was found dead in his Florida hotel, passed away at the age of 65. There's a lot of speculation as to what caused that. Um, you know, some are saying potentially the beep boop again. You know, the, is it possible that this occurred shortly after he claimed he got a, you know, a a beep boop a uh, third one i think he said he uh, he got but again i don't want to put words in his mouth i believe that's what was stated from my understanding it's not for me to say. I don't know the specifics, honestly. I'm not going to try and lean you folks in one direction or the other. So, unfortunately, I'm going to have to leave that there unless more details that are solidified in a factual manner come out. The next thing is that Austria's Chancellor uh, Nehammer wants to stick to the schedule and, in and introduce compulsory vaccination before the end of February, despite technical problems and unanswered questions about data protection. Again, I'm going to leave that there for you folks to, you know, decide for yourselves. We also have to keep in mind that Austria was initially going to delay the compulsory vaccination mandate for, I believe, two or three months pushback uh, because uh, there was a call for, again, independent scientists and all that to analyze the data pertaining to, again, the, uh, the, the beep boop, if we want to call it. So, I mean, hey, look, again, if the people are for it, that's one thing, but I don't know. I really don't know. But again, I'm not on the ground, so I can't I can't say in this particular uh, instance. But there's a lot of people that seem to be very upset about this. A lot of people thought they had an extra two, three months leeway. Some people uh, I've spoken to in Austria, believe it or not, you know, planning to leave the country. And they said to me, Dave, that little leeway there is kind of giving us a chance. Now that leeway is a little bit on the, you know, uh, on the brink of not even being a thing. So let's let's see let's follow up with that. The next thing is that attorneys for Ghislaine Maxwell on Wednesday said that they will be that they will ask for her sex trafficking conviction to be thrown out and a new trial scheduled. Hold on folks, this they might actually have standing here after revelations that two jurors may um may themselves have been victims of sexual abuse and they discussed their experiences during uh, jury deliberations so essentially from my understanding i believe this is the thing online called juror gate uh with per pertaining to the Ghislaine maxwell trial there were two jurors that again the jury's supposed to be totally unbiased unneutral there were two jurors that i believe spoke to if i'm not mistaken the new york times after the trial was over that said they shared with their fellow jurors during the decision of what were they they were going to convict Ghislaine on their personal experiences of being raped. So as a jury, you're not supposed to A, talk to the media before, during, or after the trial, and B, you're not supposed to influence the decision of other jurors by, you know, whispering around your personal experiences. Now, again, this is the the way the law has been played out. In pure theory, I believe that Ghislaine and her lawyers do stand, again, I'm not a lawyer, but I think that they do stand a very good chance of having this trial um, redone and overthrown in a way. Um... Yeah, because again, th this whole thing's just been a shit show from the get-go. It would not surprise me, again, not to be conspiratorially minded, but it would not surprise me whatsoever if this was deliberately done through God knows what type of apparatuses and these elites with the technology that we look at on the main episodes of our show with relative to what they have. I don't rule anything out at this point because I can't. We can't. 
right? So the next thing is that Iran has imposed sanctions on dozens of U.S. citizens, including Joint Chiefs of Staff General Mark Milley and other top military brass for the killing of uh, Qassem Soleimani under, I believe, the Trump administration. That was a um, Netanyahu Trump uh, job, so to hit job, if you want to call it. Uh, they took out the Soleimani, I believe, with a drone. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, a very a pretty advanced drone um, on a highway or on a road, I believe he stepped out of his limo and they just they got him. Um, I know Trump bragged about it quite extensively. Look, if if I'm being totally honest, I don't know the dynamics, especially on the intelligence side of things. We don't know the dynamics to be truthful. Look, if the U.S. can slap sanctions on other countries around the world, I don't see why other countries can't do it to the US. Um, and I'm not saying that to defend Iran. I'm saying that from a truly neutral perspective. I'm not trying to be corny here, but if we're going to take a human species angle of let's look at what's going on human on human, not America versus Iran, not, you know, left versus right, not this versus that, not environmentalist versus climate denial, any of that kind of stuff. I mean, if they want to do it, so be it. Um, I, I believe the U.S. did respond to that. Um, yeah, they did. Speaking of which, they threatened Iran with, quote, severe consequences if it attacks any American nationals, including Trump and the other officials Tehran imposed sanctions on. Uh, Tehran is the capital of I Iran, for those not familiar. Last year, Iran imposed sanctions on Trump and members of Trump's administration following Soleimani's assassination. Yesterday, they added dozens more of U.S. officials to the list. Look, I, 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 for, I have to say I agree with the United States essentially saying if you touch any American nationals that, are, that may be in Iran right now or outside of the U.S. or even within the U.S., there's going to be consequences. I'm not for violence, but again, there, there comes a point when you got to stand your ground. And I'm, I'm, I, I wrestle with this myself, if I'm being honest with you folks, from a moral perspective. I try to think, how do these ETs have such advanced knowledge of just unwritten rules of not you know, attacking each other? And then, you know, in this case, what, what does the U.S. do? Do they bounce back, this and that? Yeah. Again, it, I go through this in my own head, so I'm not saying I have the answer, but <clears throat> the next thing, oh, speaking of which, one last thing pertaining to the Ghislaine Maxwell case I wanted to bring up, if there is an instance in any particular case where, again, the trial is redone and the judge has to, again, reseal those documents, there might be more of an outcry this time saying, again, who did she traffic? She got charged with trafficking, sure, but to who? Trafficking these kids to who? And why did the judge seal the documents? So it's possible, again, but it's also possible that instead of a lot of outcry, there will be um, re-solidification of closing up those loopholes that the public may have gotten to during this trial this time around. So again, we got to look at both sides. The next thing is that fully vaccinated Swedish crown princess Victoria has been infected with COVID. Three days ago, the boosted king and queen tested positive. Victoria is said to have cold symptoms. An infection trace has been initiated, Swedish media reports. I Here's the thing. When it pertains to COVID, please decide for yourselves, folks, as I always say. But I don't know what to make of with respects to, again, Swedish uh, royalty. So I'm not going to comment. I don't know anything pertaining to what influence they have. Are they sort of like royalty? in Canada in the sense that, you know, Canada is still part of the monarchy. Queen Elizabeth is more of a symbolic influence rather than a literal one. I don't know. So I'm not, again, I'm just going to leave that there. The next thing is that... <clears throat> There are large protests in Paris following President Macron's humiliating remarks against unvaccinated citizens. Yeah, he doubled down. What did he expect? He's going to anger them, and he said it, and then he said again. He goes, I stand by those remarks. This is, in my humble perspective, this is not right. Regardless, anti-vax, pro-vax, put that aside. You should not be, if you're a human leader leading other humans, you should not anger certain factions of those, of those humans, especially when you don't have to. He didn't have to make those comments, you know? So again, that's just my personal perspective. The next thing is that sirens and a curfew announcement have been executed in Almaty, Kazakhstan. Residents are asked to stay home as the crackdown continues. 
Sure. I mean, it wouldn't. I'd be afraid of, to be honest, more so than just rebel local gangs. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's a lot of that too. But I'd also be afraid of MI6, CIA, Mossad. Those agents are, are again, not saying they are, but I would presume with the tensions going on in Kazakhstan, especially with Putin being involved, again, you know, Kazakhstan formerly being a part of the Soviet Union, I'd be more afraid of the guys that may be CIA, Mossad, because they're they're probably instructed by their superiors back home to, you know, go a little bit further than most, given the situation in Kazakhstan. So, you know, I understand this thing inside uh, alarm, so to speak. But the next thing is that a part of a canyon has collapsed onto boats in southern Brazil. At least five were dead and nine seriously injured and 20 have been are missing. That's unfortunate. I don't know if this was artificially done or if this was naturally done. If it's natural, again, these are instances around the world that are simply unfortunate. Wrong place, wrong time. Um, it could happen to any one of us. Uh, you know, not to sound glass half empty, but, you know, I could walk outside right now and, you know, go for my walk and get hit by a car. It could happen to anybody. So... Again, I don't, it's unfortunate. I don't know what else to, to say, unfortunately. The next thing is that Qatar says that the player Othman Koulibaly suffered a heart attack during the Al-Wakra club match against Al-Rayyan, per statement of the football club. Medical teams of both uh, sides, uh, teams, had entered the field of play and reportedly performed cardiopulmonary resuscitation. Uh, Qatar Stars League said in a statement that Koulibaly's condition is stable. He was transferred to the hospital, hospital in order to receive the appropriate treatment. Qatar is due to host the Football World Club later this year. I'm going to leave that there. Whether or not that pertains to the beep boop is not for me to say, and I really do mean that. The next thing is that Again, uh, New York State reports 90, just over 90,000 new COVID cases, the highest one-day increase on record. They have the, the state has the highest vaccination rate amongst the most populous states in the U.S. and imposed strict COVID measures. So, look, if I'm weighing both sides of it relative to, you know, Dr. Peter McCullough and what have you, maybe the lockdowns did work, but to, to an extent. And I'm just, you know, this, I'm not saying that's fact. I want to be very clear. It's just, a, you know, just putting that out there with respects to uh, an opinion. Um, I'm, I hope you can still have, a, have opinions these days on YouTube. <laughs> but um, yeah, so let's, um, I mean, please take that as you will. Uh, speaking of which, Director Walensky says the CDC will provide data on, quote, how many of the 836,000 deaths in the U.S. linked to COVID are from COVID or how many are with COVID. And Omicron has just been with us for a few weeks, end quote. Take that as you will. Again, from COVID with COVID, big difference. Again, the, the, as I always bring about the mainstream media using the words very rare and in quotes, so, so that media outlet doesn't get sued. It's all wordplay, sleight of hand, you know, little cheap parlor tricks, obfuscation of the data. I'm not saying that's factual. I'm saying that's my opinion. I want to be clear. Um, the next thing is that a heating plant has gone offline in Berlin, the capital of Germany. 370,000 households reportedly without heating and hot water supply, according to the local newspaper uh, called Focus. Uh, 90,000 Berlin households without hot water and heating. At first... Uh, 370,000 affected households were reported by local media. The problem should be resolved within the next hours, according to a spokesman. That was an updated report as of uh, yesterday evening, probably about, I'd say, maybe 12 hours ago from the time I'm recording this. So hopefully everything's been resolved and people did not, you know, I mean... I, depending how cold it gets there, I can tell you folks right now where I am in Canada, um, I can't go more than maybe, I seriously mean it, like three, four minutes without a heater uh, because of how cold it is out here. I just went outside this morning to take the garbage out, believe it or not, and uh, to take the trash out. And uh, it's so cold, It's you're talking minus 40, minus 50 degrees Celsius, not Fahrenheit, Celsius. Uh, you're talking Siberia temperatures. It's so cold that um, I believe I couldn't breathe I, or I had very big issues breathing because of the cold itself. So, um 
uh, let me see here, excuse me. Uh, the next thing is that at least 19 people have died, including nine children and many more injured in, in a New York City building fire. I don't know the details. I don't know if this was a d total accident or if this was done deliberately. It's hard for me to say. It's unfortunate that people like that suffered. I will follow up on the updates. I don't, again, it's so, it's so sad to see. I don't know what else that could be said. Um, the next thing is that fully vaccinated and boosted Democrat Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has been infected with COVID-19, experiencing symptoms, and is recovering at home days after her maskless Florida trip. Again, it's I'm not going to get into this whole thing. We have much bigger issues to debate pertaining to, you know, the conflicts of human society and all that. But if you're representing people in, in your state that has very high COVID infections, I'm not trying to be sarcastic and I'm not trying to say this out of bad faith. I would say this if this was a Republican as well, to be fair. If you want to take a little vacation, sure, but you should say, I'll be honest, hey, folks on your social media, especially if you're someone like AOC, I'm going to take a vacation if, just for those that are willing to shit on me, please know that it's going to, you know, th these are the amount of days I'll be gone. Look, because if you're a public servant, you should do those things. This is just my perspective. That's what I would do. So anyways, uh, the next thing is that according to the United Nations, Sudan post-coup crisis talks are, be are planning to start immediately. The UN says a uh, United Nations envoy says consultations with Sudanese civil society groups are to begin on Monday. Let me just change the Twitter feed f uh, here for those. Um... Uh, perfect. Actually, believe it or not, uh, you may or may not see uh, this gentleman on the show in the coming hours, folks, uh, just for those watching uh, visually. Um, so I'll leave that there. The uh, Again, I have to see what happens with regards to Sudan. It's too hard to tell. And unfortunately, it's one of those countries where um, there is lots, in my humble opinion, of intelligence incursions from various entities and, and agendas and factions. The next thing is that Libyan security forces have violently broken up a migrant protest. Security forces arrested hundreds of migrants protesting outside a shuttered United Nations center. Activists and migrants have said... Um, see, this is the thing, too, with respects to Libya... I, I, could it be the Libyan government? Could it be some other third party acting on behalf of the Libyan government? This is the problem when there's no solidified structure with it within that of a you know societal norm of, of laws and all that. But you can also argue that having too much of a structure like what we have in the West, arguably, I'm not saying that that's the case, but it could lead to too much corruption too because you have too many formal, informal rules that could cause loopholes. So again, I don't think that the people, in my humble opinion, should have been arrested, especially if they were peacefully protesting. But the next thing is that in Israel, uh, former Prime Minister Netanyahu and um, ex-leader Omer are butting heads in a court defamation suit. Uh, former Prime Minister Netanyahu alleges ex-leader Olmert sought to harm his reputation and is seeking nearly 270 grand in damages. Uh, it could be just a media ploy to get Netanyahu back in the media with respects to the way he's, you know, talking about this trial and all that. Um, hard to say how serious he takes this trial. I did, I believe I saw a photo from Al Jazeera uh, showing him in the courtrooms with his wife. So again, let, I don't know, man. These guys, the tip for tad. It's a chess game for these guys high up. They're all trying to screw themselves too in, in a lot of cases from my understanding. So... <laughs> Um, the next thing is that Cuban asylum seekers in Greece have been forcibly expelled to Turkey. Uh, dozens of Cuban nationals in, are in a legal limbo in Turkey after reporting violent and illegal expulsions from Greece. Again, uh, this is I'm not on the ground, so it's hard to say. But again, the only people that suffer are the innocent ones. This is a chess game of world governments and innocent people are suffering. I don't mean to dismiss it so quickly, but I don't know what else to say, unfortunately. Uh, the next thing is that Iran says that it won't officially recognize the Taliban after its talks with Tehran. Um, Iran um, 
has been in constant contact with the, with the Taliban since its August takeover, but has called for an inclusive government. I gotta, we gotta follow up on that. It's too, we can, that, that's pure imagination with respects to speculation. I, we would need way more details to even make a, an opinion, at least in my perspective. So, uh, the next thing is that Saudi Arabia may run out of interceptor missiles in months, according to uh, Al Jazeera. As Houthi rebel attacks escalate, Riyadh, which is the capital of Saudi Arabia, has an urgent situation as it runs out of missiles for its air defense system, the Financial Times newspaper reports. Again, simple answer maybe a little too simple, is simply just stop the wars. But, you know, actually, no, Someone you might be sitting there listening going, Dave, no, I don't know. Yeah, listen, stop the wars. It's that simple. I mean, come to an agreement. I'm not sure what this Houthi rebel group would want, but come to an agreement. That's my perspective. Um, the next thing is that Iran is likely, again, I know it's not that simple to say come to an agreement, but you folks know what I mean. Um, the next thing is that Iran is, quote, likely smuggling weapons to Yemen, according to the UN. UN experts say weapons seized in the Arabian Sea confirm that Tehran exports arms to Yemen, Wall Street Journal has reported. Probably. It, I, I don't rule it out. You, you don't think China, Russia, the US, you don't think they're all doing the same? So, again, it's not for me to influence your folks' perspective on that. I just want to make you folks aware that they're all doing it, doing the same thing. They might be fighting, fighting on the surfaces, but metaphorically in the caverns below, they're trading. So, <laughs> take that as you will. Uh, the next thing is that schools are have reopened in Uganda after nearly two-year COVID closure. This is great to hear. This is why I wanted to incorporate this in the news. Some 15 million pupils have not attended school in Uganda since March 2020 when classrooms were shuttered as COVID swept the world. Um... It's great to see the kids are going back. Uh, again, you know, a lot of um, Oxford, Harvard professors have said that these things are, are having great mental uh, health effects on children. I can absolutely see that. I don't think that that could be ruled out whatsoever. I don't think anyone could really rule that out. It's just a matter of which if health officials, quote unquote, health officials are ruling it out versus dismissing it. So again, it's or sorry, not ruling it out versus dismissing it again. Take that as you will. Um, the next thing, but it's great to see so many kids going back, honestly, you know, getting up, having a routine in their lives, assuming they have a routine, you know, get up, go to school, come home, right? The next thing is that Somalia's leaders agreed to hold delayed election by February 25th. Repeated poll delays amid a feud between the president and the prime minister have alarmed the international community. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, um, to, as long as this is done in the way that they've agreed the system is supposed to work, so be it. I, I don't, again, who am I to judge? Um, yeah, that's all I can say, because other than that, it's pure speculation and extrapolation, in my opinion. The next thing is that dozens have been killed in Ethiopian airstrike on an IDP camp in Tigray. Aid workers and the TPLF say that 56 killed in an air raid on a camp for displaced people in uh, Dedebit near the border with Eritrea. I'm going to be honest, geographically, I have no idea where Dedebit and Eritrea are, so I'm not going to pretend like I do. I promise to follow up on this, uh, because I know Ethiopia and Tigray are constantly going back and forth at it. Again, the only people that suffer are the innocent ones, and the ones that have signed up to be soldiers to fight for their respective countries, but at the same time, we don't want them to die either. I mean, I've said in the past, you know, in previous Krakens, you, you, you know what you're signing up for, yes, but at the same time, you don't sign up as a soldier saying, oh, I can't wait to get shot, right? So it, it's tough. It, it really is. It really is. Um, the next thing is that mass testing in China's Tianjin as, region as India imposes new restrictions. Countries are beefing up precautionary measures as the new Omicron variant causes a global spike in COVID cases. I'm going to leave that there because I... I, I don't even want to give my opinion on that just for the sake of YouTube, and that's how scary things are, which is, by the way, I'm going to be making a video soon of uh, what we can do to make sure that if I ever get knocked again off YouTube, you folks can know and we'll maybe, you know, rumble, rock, something like this. Um, 
other than of course the one dollar a month patreon which i'm truly appreciative of which goes towards you know the sir our own independent server um yeah, take that as you will, guys, honestly. I'm sorry, but COVID, take that as you will. Uh, the next thing is that Ethiopia announces pardons for high-profile political prisoners. The government says it will release several leading uh, TPLF members and opposition leaders from the Oromo and Amhara ethnic groups. I'm going to assume that's a good thing because, again, you know, they're prisoners. They wanted to get out and all that. I'm going to assume that's a good thing, but I don't know the context, and I'm not going to pretend like I do. So I would need to look into that more. I promise to get back to you folks and follow up if any of you are interested on that. The next thing is that a mortar shell explosion has killed nine children in eastern Afghanistan. The blast occurred when a food cart struck an old, unexploded mortar shell in the Nangarhar province, local officials say. Assuming that's what really happened, that a food cart stru struck an old, unexploded mortar shell, that just goes to show that again there needs to be more um organization with respects to a society that is you know more accountable for you know not having bombs in the middle of a street but and i'm not trying to shit on the afghani people i'm really not um i say that with respects to the, to the leadership it's just been unfortunate and we can argue very strongly bush and cheney were the reason that that's even the case if we're being totally honest or even way before that too if i'm not mistaken so again if we're going to be totally down the middle um the next thing is that a Kazakh leader declares the coup d'etat is over as Putin claims victory. President Tokayev says, quote, counterterrorism operation to end soon, uh, days after bloody protests. Um, yeah, you see, this is what I mean. I'm going to follow up on, on that. And I'm not saying that as a cop-out answer because, you know, I, I don't know. I got to see what Putin's play is in a more solidified manner relative to what I could find. I, I don't want to give my opinion just yet on this, guys. Uh, the next thing is that an Afghan baby was lost in the Kabul airlift chaos, but was uh, who was lost, excuse me, has now been reunited with uh, its relatives. Sohail Ahmadi was just two months old when he went missing on August 19th as thousands rushed to leave Afghanistan. Look, it may just be one kid, and I'm hoping this is true. It's great to hear that he was reunited. This is why I'm putting this in here. Posit we need a little bit of positivity. Um, the next thing is that Pakistan asks the International Monetary Fund, the, uh, the IMF, to delay meeting amid failure to cut spending. The International body was due to meet on January 12th to consider releasing $1 billion of Pakistan's $6 billion bailout. Okay, if Pakistan, yeah, that's complicated, man. I'm not an economist, but man, that's tough. Again, it comes down to human-on-human -human negotiation in my humble perspective. Um, that's what it'll come down to as to when and how much of these funds will be released, in my humble opinion. So we'll leave that there for now. The, it, that's what it comes down to, guys, even at the highest of levels. The way that you and I talk, it's the way these people talk. We think in a lot of cases, at least we used to think, or at least I used to think, I don't want to speak for you folks, that, you know, they had some massive, you know, as I've said previously, some secret tricks and, you know, this and that. In some cases, a little bit here or there, but they're people like you and I. Um, the next thing is that a prominent Afghan professor has been arrested for criticizing Taliban rule. The arrest of Faizullah Jalal is stoking fears that, that the Taliban will reimpose harsh rules on freedom of speech. Again, this is the whole thing of should we even have a say in this because the Taliban's taken over. I hate to say it is what it is, but I don't know what else to say respective to that of, again, America and, and its allies were there for 20 years. Where was the development? So, again, you see what I'm saying? I, I, I'm not trying to defend the Taliban. I'm really not. I want to be very clear about that. But where do we stand? Who's going to help them? America tr help, tried to, quote-unquote, help them. It was just contractors pocketing the money. So... 
the next thing is that Guatemalan migrants face soaring costs amid crises at home. With shifting migratory controls, coyotes are charging ever higher prices to facilitate border journeys to the U.S. For those who don't know, coyotes, uh, if you watch um, specifically Sicario Number 2, Day of the Soldado, they explain it quite well. Coyotes are basically uh, people that the cartel uses to uh, s uh, smuggle uh, people who want to move move into the u.s but can't get there legally across i believe it's more profitable than other drugs like cocaine and heroin because you don't you don't have to cultivate a human nothing like that a human comes to you okay you know i want you know x amount to get you across yada yada that's it so <laughs> um the next thing it, go go figure even in the underground world the economy works the same way um the next thing is that opposition wins tense venezuela vote in chavez's home region the vote in barinas hailed by opposition leader juan guaido marks the first victory for the opposition in 23 years again assuming the process was legitimate so be it i'm not saying that to defend the chavez family but again that's great to hear assuming this is accurate uh, the next thing is that Polish officials have been fired after calling Holocaust law stupid. Diplomat, a diplomat for a Jewish uh, diaspora has been fired uh, for taking aim at Warsaw's attempts to distance Poland from World War II era crimes against humanity. Again, assuming that's what the people of Poland are okay with and the Poland government, you know, everything is all said and done. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I... <laughs> It's a real touchy subject, particularly these days in the Holocaust, but I could see why it was done. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's all about. I can I could probably comment on that if you want my opinion. Um, I mean, I could see why, sorry, he was fired, not why the comment was made. I would want to know more context about the comment before saying, oh, I see why that person said that. Um, the next thing is that uh, Ukrainians are apparently supporting protests in Ka uh, Kazakhstan. Demonstrators in Kiev and Kar uh, Kharkov fly the blue and gold flag of Kazakhstan, where Russian troops have been sent to quell the riots, and the signs say, quote, say no to Putin. Make of that as you will, folks. Um, yeah, I... It, Again, it's hard to say because that was reported, I believe, by either Al Jazeera or BBC. I think it was Al Jazeera, if I'm not mistaken. We got to consider maybe Al Jazeera's got an agenda too. If, if unless we're on the ground there ourselves, it, you know, again, take that as you will. The next thing is that Bosnian Serbs are holding a nationalist celebration despite a ban and sanctions. Bosnia's constitutional court has declared the holiday illegal as it discriminates against Muslim, Bosniak, and Catholic Croat communities. I know nothing about this. I know a handful of you um, have ethnicities from Bosnia, from Serbia, and, and many other places from around there geographically. I'd love for you folks on YouTube to comment on this because I don't know a single thing about this, the politics behind it. So I'm not going to say, I, I, I'm not trying to, you know, just say, hey guys, decide for yourselves on every point that I, on everything that I report, but I really don't know. So uh, the next thing is that, but I will, I will do my best to learn and read up on it when I, uh, uh, when I have the time. Uh, the next thing is that U.S. and Russian officials are meeting in Geneva as Ukraine tensions mount. Washington is seeking to avert a Russian invasion of Ukraine while the Kremlin eyes expansive security demands. Again, like I said, just like I said a couple few minutes ago, it's, you know, humans negotiating with humans, strategy, lies, it's all, it's a, it's a shit show. Um, the next thing is that Airbnb, the company Airbnb, is being questioned over yin-yang businesses amid Uyghur quote-unquote genocide. More than a dozen of Airbnb's listings in yin-yang are on land reportedly owned by a company under U.S. sanctions that have, have been sanctioned since 2020. Interesting. Let's, I'm going to follow up on that. I don't. We got to see how, how the story develops. Assuming this is accurate, um, it could be also an intelligence apparatus. We we got to consider that every story could be an intelligence angle, folks. I mean, these I see guys, intelligence community guys, feed info that's true and false to to, to the media all the time. Um, 
The next thing is um, IKEA has cut sick pay for unvaccinated staff who need to self-isolate because of COVID exposure, and in some cases for workers who test positive. The retail giant acknowledged it was an emotive topic, but said its policy had to evolve with changing circumstances. From this week, sick pay cuts will be implemented at Wessex Water and in the U.S. across several major company and in the U.S. Sorry, several major companies have started penalizing unjabbed workers. End quote. So they admit that it's an emotional topic or an emotive topic, as they said specifically. Uh, but then at the same time, they do it anyway. So I'm not saying to not do it, but th- this common ground has to be found here. I-, I mean, this is just my perspective again. Um, I mean, it should be my opinion stretches beyond that. But you, you folks know where I'm going to go with that. The final thing is Ichthyosaur, a huge fossilized sea dragon has found has been found in the Rutland Reservoir. Quote, I rang up the county council and I said, I think I found a dinosaur. End quote, explained Joe Davis, who works at Rutland Water Nature Reserve. During landscaping work at the reserve's reservoir in February 2021, uh, just under a year ago, he had spot or just over, excuse me, he had spotted something odd poking out of the mud. It wasn't a dinosaur, but it was the fossilized remains of a 10 mile or 10 meter long, excuse me, sea predator called an Ichthyosaur, or Ichthyosaur, I-C-H-T-H-Y-O-S-A-U-R. Hmm. And it was the largest of its type ever discovered in the UK. Pretty neat. Interesting to see if that may tie into some other things relative to our content here. So with that being said, folks, thank you so very much, as always, for watching or listening. We got a lot. And I mean, again, knock on wood, assuming everything comes through, follows through. We got a lot coming for both the public and the members. And we'll catch you all very, very soon. Cheers.